Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the December 16th through 20th General Hospital Recap. It's almost Christmas. It is. <laughs> I feel like I've said this every week leading up to this week, but I can't believe it's December and now it's almost I mean, the end of December and the whole year has just flown by. Only three more sleeps <laughs> until Christmas morning. <laughs> yes. Two when you're listening to this. Right. <laughs> so they haven't really done anything holiday-ish. No. Yet. They have not. Tomorrow, the day that this is released, did you watch the trailer no, for? I did not. I'm sorry. Stop it! I'm sorry. They're yeah. doing a Christmas. Well, you sent me the Carol. You sent me the link, and I saw it, and I was like, "Okay, I didn't really need to watch." Then I knew what was going to happen. I'm confused. Did you watch the you, link? No, I didn't watch the link, but I could tell by just the way it was captioned. Oh, okay. Yours. It's very torn. Some people were like, "This is dumb," and it depends other on people... how it's done. I think. I think it's going to totally depend. I don't had, understand Finn being Scrooge. They've had things that have happened, storylines like this that have happened in the past, and it's done so well. Like the Luke thing that we talked about just mm-hmm. last week. Done so well that it totally makes sense. Then there's other things, which we'll talk about on Thursday when we do the New Year's recap of the 2002 episode that you were excited for me to watch. Not that it wasn't a good episode, but I don't understand what that had to do with anything. Neither I didn't watch it. I told you oh, I didn't. I just okay. kept seeing it, and I was like, "You need to tell me what's going on here." Okay, so so we'll talk about that Thursday. Yeah, when we get to Thursday, that comment will make sense. But it just—it's a good story. It was a good episode, but it didn't really play into mm-hmm. any storyline. It was a completely lost day. Yeah. So I feel like if they do this really well, like they did with the Luke thing, then great. If they do it like that, it's going to be just a wasted day or two. But Luke makes sense for Scrooge. And so many people were like, why isn't it Valentine? Why is it Finn? Because Finn's happy now. You know, he's not Scrooge right now. No, he's not Scrooge right now. Dainty's child, though, said when Ava was seeing people, I thought they ought to have had a Scrooge episode with Ava. Wouldn't that have been? That that would have been been so much better. Yes. Or Julian. Yeah. I'm sorry. Julian right now would be really good. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm really excited for, because I want to see why they picked Finn. 
I don't know. I don't know either. Mm. Maybe he's having conflicting thoughts that we're not seeing yet about the whole Hayden thing. Well, I think he's always going to have the... But maybe that's what they're playing up. That's why they picked mm. him. Maybe. Because I don't know anyone else, except for Peter, that's just awful right now. Yeah. Or Julian, like you said. Or Valentine. Eh, I think Valentine's his regular level awful right now. I don't think that he's worse. No. But he's kind of Scrooge-ish. Because I feel like he wants to be good, but he just keeps making... He's the future of Peter. I don't think that he, he wants is to Peter's... be good. I don't think he wants to be good. I think he likes having that underhanded cut above everyone else. But we talked about this because you analyze like his... him with his childhood and blah, yeah. blah, blah. No, I don't think he wants to be good. At this point, he's adult enough that if he wanted to change something, he would have changed it. But he could have reflected and been like, oh, if I had made that choice way back when, this is where it would be. And I would actually not be on the verge of losing Nina. True. That's what I'm saying. Because that's the whole Scrooge thing is that that is the turning point yes. for him is, wow, I used to be so happy. I used to. And then I kept going down this dark path. And now I'm a miserable old man. Right. I don't know. Well, I will be interested to see. I wonder who's going to be Tiny Tim. Because Aiden is now in Ireland with Lucky. Yes. But at least they mentioned him. I know. And at least he's going to spend a holiday with I his dad. I feel like there what should have been a better build up for that, though. That you should have seen the conversation. Even if you didn't get to see Lucky's face. Right. You should have seen Liv on the phone. Oh, okay. I hate to not have him on Christmas, but I understand. Yes, I'd have a great time. Blah, blah, blah. Because just to announce it like that to Franco, that was weird. Yeah. I felt like. No, I agree. They kind of made it up at the last minute. Because it would have been nice to have, you know, whenever you can put your friend's pictures in as their yeah. contact, have it pop up, maybe even just a text. Right. Hey, what do you think about Aiden coming to Ireland for? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty big decision for her not to have discussed somewhere else or just a big event, even at work, mm -hmm. just to be like, oh, did I tell you? He's going with Lucky, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe having the conversation with Laura while they're sitting there waiting for Franco's. Yes. You know. Oh, so I hear that Aiden's going to go to Ireland to see Lucky. That's really nice. Why doesn't Laura ever go to Ireland to see Lucky? <laughs> She's too busy being there. And going to France. And going to France. But she doesn't go to Ireland. She does not. Okay. So, But anyway, no, I'm glad that they're sending him there. I'm glad that we're trying to include Lucky in it. I wish that meant they were going to bring him back. I know. But I don't think that it made sense the way that that just kind of fell into the storyline. Jonathan Jackson was just in Ireland on his Instagram, and he's was sharing the most beautiful pictures. Mm. He's such a beautiful man. Any, I was going to say, any picture with him in it is a beautiful picture. He's, yeah. Mm. I did like when Maxie and Peter were over at um, Anna's delivering, like, the box of yes. clothes and everything, and they're going to Christmas Palooza. What is Christmas Palooza? I don't know. We need to see this. Never heard that. But they're doing a coat drive. Yes. At Rice Park. I like that. And I that. liked that she was bringing stuff over and it wasn't like, oh, I went out and bought all this new stuff, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It was real life. We grew out of this stuff. I yep. thought that you would like it. Although I did kind of wonder how much stuff of Georgie's she would That's have. That's what I was house. wondering too. Because Georgie's been there, what, three times in the past? We haven't even seen her. So, but okay. And how long? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I didn't understand how she would have a lot of stuff, but it was very nice to pass it along because that's like real life that you do. I thought it was funny when Finn made fun of Anna because he was like, you know, here we say Mary, not happy because, you know, you're in America. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was really cute. Oh, 
you were right about something this week. What was I right about? When Charlotte mentioned the picture on Lulu's phone. Oh, to Laura. Yes. yes. Why didn't she mention yeah. it on the phone? But then Laura didn't believe her. Or no. Laura didn't. I mean, I guess you wouldn't believe a child. You wouldn't connect all that to say a child said your dead son was back from the dead. But she, she did give it a second thought. And she I did felt have like an explanation to Valentine, though, or to Curtis. When Curtis. she was saying, you know, maybe she was just looking through Lulu's phone and saw this picture of this man and put it in her head. Right. That's who can be my bodyguard. Because. Yeah, because Kevin like... was trying to turn it into, oh, she heard good things about Nicholas. And she was like, I don't think she would even know that, that was Nicholas to say right. it. So. Especially since he was recast. So yeah. it wouldn't have been all of his old photos anyway. <laughs> I don't think that that's the connection you're supposed to make. So your whole thought about Charlotte jumping in the water and Lulu really not accepting any of the blame. I'm sorry. There are things that happen with your kids right in front of you. And you can be hawkeyeing them the entire time. And something can still happen. Charlotte yeah. was still going to jump in that water. Yes. But Lulu should have been sitting there watching her watching them talk or standing off to the corner having a conversation and at least got a Charlotte no or something like that when Valentine said and what were you doing when uh -huh. she jumped in I was like yeah he has you yep there's no excuse and I, I mean, was busy making out with my boyfriend again and you said the key phrase making out it wasn't just I mean I have kissed my husband in front of my kids of when they were little you know and you know you have too it's Yes. You do, but you do not make out. Right. It's appropriate to show affection in front of your kids. You want them to see affection. I'm not so sure with this guy because he's kind of super new, but that's her own personal choice. Mm -hmm. But to see that grown-ups have relationships, and that's fine, you know. Or sleepover, since Charlotte is so intuitive. <laughs> yes, exactly. So a peck on the cheek here and there, or a kiss on the lips that's like a regular smooch, fine. But that was yeah. total making out. Well, who just stands there on the dock and makes out even? And this is now the second time that kids have gotten into trouble because they were making, making out. out. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And then she was sitting in a coffee shop and Charlotte gets kidnapped. Yes. You know, it's accidents yeah. happen, but right now. She... No, there's definitely neglectful behaviors going on. And I understand her point of, I wouldn't have to watch her quite so close if you didn't have a crazy life and people were Absolutely. coming after Absolutely, her. Yes. But at the same time, at any age, you're still making sure your kid doesn't walk off with a stranger mm -hmm. or jump into icy water. Those are normal things. But I think that the thing that really like sticks the stake in her is the fact that she and Dustin were making out at the Halloween party. It wasn't even her own kids. Right. But them making out was more important than being a chaperone. Yes. And it didn't make sense because they just talked about they were going to see each other later. It's not like, oh, you have to work for the next three days. I'm not going to see you. I'm going to miss you so much. Let me make right. out with you. No, I'll see you in a couple hours for our grown-up sleepover. Bye. See ya. Right. So, I don't know. Charlie talking about that sleepover. That was so funny. That was so funny. Lily did not know what to say. That mm -hmm. was so funny. And Dustin sending the kids to the bar to get ice cream. Kids are not allowed to sit at a bar. No, they're not. And wouldn't you have the kids sit at the seat and you step over here? Right. And you have a conversation? Yes. Not send them to the bar. Yeah. But they send kids to the bar often. Robert did that. They did that with Charlotte just the other day. Or not Charlotte. Um, Violet. Violet. Thank you. They did that with Violet the other day. Finn walked up and Anna and Robert were talking. Mm -hmm. And they sent Violet over to the bar to color. And then Robert walked over and was coloring with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least in Pennsylvania, kids are not allowed to sit alone at the bar by themselves. Mm -mm. I'm ashamed to say that that's not an uncommon, mm -hmm. when yeah. I was a bartender, I mean, people would. 
Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Sit in a seat. I don't understand sitting. Yeah. Especially when there were six seats up against the wall. Like yeah. six booths. Yeah. Right. I understand if you walk into some place and there's nowhere else to sit. Okay. Right. Right. And you the can order. Can, they could sit at the bar with their parent. With their parent. Right. right. And especially if you're ordering food, you mm-hmm. walk in, there's nowhere to sit. We're going to sit at the yeah. bar. Okay. But like if my kids came to visit me or something while I was at work mm-hmm. and they couldn't just sit at the bar by themselves. Right. You know, even if, if whoever brought them went to the bathroom, like they cannot stay at the bar yes. by themselves. So I don't, I don't know. We That's my personal law on that one. I don't know what the standard is. Like, let's just not send our kids to the bar. <laughs> no. No. No? That's not okay? No. I feel like the bar at the Metro Court is a little different, though, than, say, the bar at the Floating Rip. Yes. Not saying that it's not still a bar, but right, that whole establishment it's... kind of flows together, and it's not quite a bar scene the way the Floating Rip would be. Okay. I, I can see that. But still... You were right. They should have stayed at the table. Sit at the table and... Order some Sundays. Right. They could have said, sit at the table. We're going to go order your Sundays. And they walked over to the bar and said, can you send two Sundays over to that table? Maybe stand here and have a conversation. Maybe. Who knows? Although Dustin was really... He and Nina were both really good whenever they were in the hospital. Like, okay, guys, seriously, zip it. Right. Because he was taking the adult approach, not just the don't be talking that way about my girlfriend approach. Exactly. Which was good yeah and valentine was a little extra snippy with rocco too it wasn't just to get the story out it yeah was like maybe it was rocco's fault no it's not your kid jumped in the water he didn't push her right it wasn't his fault right although i've never been in that situation if another child were telling me and i'm scared to death about one of my kids and another kid is saying to me it's my fault i don't think i would be as nice as i am right now i think that the tone you you would just still be carrying mm. it no see i think you would still try to sound nice even if inside you were screaming, like you just wanted the kid to talk. Yeah. Because if you sound too nasty, the kid's not telling you the truth. Very true. They're yep. going to shut down. So we actually talked about that on one of the crime shows I was watching this week. <laughs> so this week in recovery, <laughs> all I've been doing is true crime. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. Well, I'm glad that true crime told you I was right. And yep. you have to talk to the kids I can't remember which one it was. That's really sad. <laughs> but they did. They talked about the fact that, you know, you can't go at them in an accusatory tone. Right, because then they're just going to shut down and not tell you the truth. Yeah. It only makes sense. So, yeah, Valentine should have been nicer to Rocco. I did think it was well. funny when, again, Ben with his little... I love the little one-liners that they're giving him. Yeah. Because you know, Valentine's like, what? Wait, why did we call an infectious disease doctor? And he's like, maybe because she fell in the water and wants to make sure she didn't get an infection. Actually made sense. Yes. To carry or to call him. Right. For once, it actually made sense instead of... He was just the doctor standing there. So (laughs) and last thing that I have on like the Valentine stuff, I really like Nina's jacket, the black jacket that kind of sparkled. I liked it. At what age do you get to start wearing stuff like that? I think you've worn it whatever. Could I wear it now? Sure. Okay. I just like the jacket. I have random notes that didn't have anything to do with storyline except for you're talking about what you like. So I'll say what I don't like. Ava's lipstick. Oh, the one that matched her eyeshadow? Yes. I kind of liked it. No, I did not. That was not a natural occurring color. I did not like that color. And when she's talking to Nicholas about how they shared this connection, blah, 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 he just looks too young. And I know she hooked up with Morgan, but he looks so much younger than old Nicholas. Yeah. And it's not one is better than the other or whatever. It just makes me uncomfortable whenever she's talking about being with him because Ava needs to start dating some men her own age. Someone did a poll on Twitter this week and they were like, what are you thinking? Yes or no. And most people said 
and I didn't say it also. I said, initially, totally all for it until he started using Kiki against her. Oh, right. No. Mm -mm. That is not a healthy relationship. Absolutely not. You've gone way beyond. Yes. That is worse than, I mean, you're not supposed to bring up things in the past, but we're all adults and we all know that we do. Exactly. No matter how much you tried not to. Right. Bringing up something that Ava did wrong is totally different than telling her that her daughter's in hell. That's ridiculous. Yes. So yeah, I'm over him. What do you think she's going to do with the codicil? I don't know. I mean, you knew that she knew. You knew that she didn't burn it. Right. I thought that was a great trick, though. That was a great trick. So. Because she hates Valentine, so she's not going to. Yeah, she hates Valentine, and she likes Spencer. Is she going to give it to Laura? Maybe. Maybe she'll give it to Nina for after. Ooh, maybe she'll give it to Nina for the wedding. Oh, that and would then be good. after the wedding, oh my gosh, Nina's gonna leave Valentine, or he's gonna she's gonna expose him at the altar, mm-hmm. and then she's gonna have the codicil and be like, oh yeah, and all that money that you love is actually his. And then Nicholas comes in. Well, see, I hope Nicholas doesn't come in. I hope she says it's actually Spencer and hands it over to Laura and just cuts Nicholas. And Spencer out of comes it. walking in. That would be good. That would be really good because I don't think that Nicholas deserves it. No, I know he says he wants it for Spencer, but it's not like he's not gonna live in that fancy house and spend some of that money so yeah. mm, he should be cut out he pretended to die you get nothing and i like that carly at least half confided in jason yes you know she should still be confiding in sunny she should be she absolutely should be but she even said she was like it's not good for sunny to know either she is protecting him in a way i guess so but i also very, feel like very, she's very making small way. excuses to just justify what she's doing yeah no i i don't disagree mm-hmm. on that but i just and she's giving him until New Year's. And I bet that there was kelp in that smoothie. I'm sure there was. That was cute. Kale. I bet there oh, was, was kale. kale. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. I knew it was something healthy. And she was like, well, you can do, like, you can buy kelp sheets. Yes. Oh, I've tried them. <laughs> I have not tried them, but <laughs> they're not. I know it's a thing. That's why I didn't question yep. it whenever you said it. Kelp, kale, whatever. Yeah. All that healthy stuff. You can put it in a smoothie. And Jax would be the one to put it in there. It probably had both. So. Quite possibly. It's supposed to be really, really healthy for you. Yeah, they sell them like these dried sheets. They're kind of like those Listerine strips that you can put on your tongue. Mm, and, yeah. Yeah, but no. No? Shannon's not a fan. No. Random Nurse Amy. Yeah. Just popped in out of nowhere. Yep. How are you today? And now she knows all the gossip and everything. Of course she does. And oh, Nurse Amy's always knew the gossip, no matter where they were. So yeah. it makes sense that she knows it. But yeah, that was out of nowhere. You know her character's modeled after the... Original. Yes. Okay. Right. Exactly. I thought that's we had talked about that yeah. before. Because... No, that's what I meant. Any nurse Amy knows what's going on. Yep. So. Although, why can't someone walk in on Brad? I thought that Michael and was going to. So when did he I. he handed Wiley over to Willow, mm-hmm. I totally thought that was what was coming next. Yep. No. People were getting fed up with. It's dragging on too long. It is. But then, I remember, Michael was born in 97. AJ didn't find out he was dad until 99. Okay. But Tony knew he wasn't dad within 24 hours of the kid being born. So. And Michael forgot to mention to Willow that Jason took care of him after he yeah, was born. That was really funny. I They went all on about him and taking care of Avery and whatever, but never said, oh yeah, Jason totally handled me. Yeah. So people are speculating that now Willow's going to have eyes for Michael being that he obviously wants kids and Chase in her mind has said that he doesn't. No. I feel like they have a really good friendship. I think that she saw him because she did make eyes at the end. I feel like that's just the mothering like. Oh, even being happily married, if you're out in the store at the zoo, whatever, the playground, Mm -hmm. and you see some other dad that honestly cares about his kids is not just going through the motions, 
you look at him and go, oh. And it's sexy. Like, it, it, it really is. is. It is. I and mean, it's. We've talked about how sexist it is that we don't get googly eyes made at us because right. we're being good moms. But that any time a man does something mm-hmm. more than just competently, we're like, oh, wow. Yep. But it's just natural. That's how it goes. Yeah. So, of course, she's going to look at him when he's talking about taking care of Avery and admitting that he did it to be spiteful. But, you know, he was doing an awesome job taking care of Avery. Right. So, and he's sitting there playing with Wiley. Like, give me a break. Of course, she's going to make googly eyes. Right. But she better so, live too. Yeah. That was the over the top. Now we're getting into. <laughs> no, I think there's always been a little bit of chemistry between them, but her and Chase, they belong have, together. Yeah. Like Willow and Michael are good friends. Yeah. And I think that she's going, I think that, I think they're going to be able to maintain the friendship after everything comes out. Yes. I really, really do. Because he's already gone through the full grief counseling. Right. She never finished it. Or I don't think she continued to go. I'm pretty sure she didn't. Right. But Chase did not say that he did not want to be a dad. And they clarified that. And I feel like they clarified that. Like that should be in her mind. Really well. He said that he wants to be a dad. And Mm -hmm. if I was pregnant, it would be fine. Yes. Him telling Finn though that he thought she was pregnant. Yes. And Finn's like, wait, what? (laughs) He says it casually over breakfast. Oh yeah. yeah. And we had a pregnancy scare this week. Right. That was funny. Said, How are you? But they're so cute. Mm-hmm. I like that brotherly love they have going on. Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. They do. They have a good one. What about Sasha being finally accepting... She was good with her negotiations there with Michael Lucy. doing the negotiations. Yes. And that's why I think that nothing is going to happen between Michael and Willow because right. he has a good thing with Sasha. Right he there. does. He really cares about her. Yep. And I like them. I like I, them together. I like that she is going to be powerful in the deception company. Yep. So they're kind of equal. Yep. Yeah. Because I, Lucy can railroad. Yeah. And I don't see him with a weak woman. And so she's going to play up to her responsibilities as a businesswoman and right. the model and the face of deception and all of that. She's going to be like Brenda. Exactly. She's our new Brenda. But we can still bring Brenda back. I mean, we're okay with they that. They should probably consult. Brenda probably needs to be in Brenda could be her mentor. Yes. I would and be, be like, and here's that. how you work with Lucy. Exactly. That should be a whole class. I did write that I was excited for Sasha working with Lucy and all the truth is out about her. Yes. People like her, even though she's taking all the blame, people totally see through it. No one, nobody thinks that she did it alone. Absolutely right. not. But I like that because it, she's definitely not the new Carly because Carly, whew, <laughs> Carly wouldn't have taken any responsibility for anything. And Carly was a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, Carly did everything. The thing is, Sasha lied, but none of it benefited her. Right. It wasn't an evil lie trying to manipulate the situation to get something out of it. She wasn't after money. She wasn't after fame. She wasn't trying to inherit something. She just fell in love with Nina. There was no bad intentions there. I agree. So now the big thing. Go ahead. He's Franco. Thank God. Seriously. I really would have been upset if they had just put him in a coma for a while or if they had had him stay with part Drew memories and part Franco memories, I would have been so mad. But how's he going to handle knowing that he cheated on Liz, even though it wasn't him? 
I think it's going to eat at him. Yeah. I think that he's, I think he's going to, he's going to feel the regret. But that's the only thing that he did while he was Drew. I mean, mm-hmm. he said things and he but he was acted so nice ways to towards her. people. Yeah, right. he wasn't mean to Elizabeth, even when they were fighting over if he was going to have the surgery or not. Right. He never got nasty with her. Mm-hmm. He always said, I understand where you're coming from, but you have to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. So the relationship shouldn't be devastated by that. But yeah, I think it's going to tear him up that he cheated on her, even though he didn't technically <laughs> cheat on her. Right. But his body yeah went somewhere it wasn't supposed to right i like that he said if i'd known i was away i would have missed you too Mm -hmm. that was cute that was cute i just like that they're picking up where and liz is doing a really good job Mm -hmm. of not barding him and not telling the drew stuff right away right he's gonna our favorite thing go to therapy (laughs) because (laughs) how do you even it's bad enough when you do something dumb when you're drunk and you can't remember right yeah no, that's going to be crazy. And I felt bad for him when all those people were talking about Drew in front of him. And he's like, why don't you ask Drew? Why don't you talk to Drew? Why don't you? No, he's not around but anymore. No, but exactly. But nobody took it upon themselves. Yes. It was to say, what do you mean? She's cutting gone. them off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone picked up on it. Right. My last note was just about how they ended with Nell seeing Wiley. Oh, Yeah. She was very obviously. And Willow doesn't know that that's Nell because she didn't turn around and walk away. I don't. Off the top of my head, I can't think if they, they met. I don't know. I feel like if they would have, she would have turned around and turn walked around. away. Uh, that could be Tuesday's no, opening. It could be the opening, but I feel like just her body language, like she was sitting there holding him, mm-hmm. standing there holding him, and then now wheeled up in her wheelchair and was like, she oh, didn't what have a cute the... baby. And she didn't make that face like, oh my gosh, get away from me, or yeah. turn him in the other direction. Her face looked like it was going to be one of those conversations of, oh, thank you. He is adorable. Blah, blah, blah. Will you talk about your kid? Mm-hmm. So I could be wrong. Maybe they'll change it one second later. Right. But the initial reaction on her face was not, oh, crap. Get the heck crazy. away from me. I'm moving. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder, yeah, how that's going to play out where she's going to sit and have a conversation and then Michael's going to come on and be like, wow, don't leave her. I am. <clears throat> the last thing that I had was the empty nest on Twitter. Good Hawkeye on her. Or him. I don't know who it is. They really need a calculator. Peter started kindergarten in 74, apparently, according to that resume or whatever it is that Anna was oh, reading. yeah. That means he was born in 69, making him 50. <laughs> in 86, Anna told Duke she was 26. Mm. Anna was eight when she had Peter. They don't even try. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. That one was disappointing when... Yeah, I didn't pay attention. Good job. I know, really. And I mean, there's been some comments. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we all know that they sore ass kids. We all know that they sore ass adults sometimes too. Right. But that's a huge leap. You're right. That's... There's no way he's 50. Give me a break. Right. You know, we don't see Jason's <laughs> original 1981. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't see that as a date now that he was born. Michael right. was born in 1997. He should have been turning 21 this week. Yep. 22. 22. 20, yes, he should be turning 22. Right. And we did have one, I don't want to say correction, but like an extension of our Christmas episode from Thursday about when Laura declared that she and Scotty had oh yeah, had sex. Yes. How it was written is not really the atmosphere. Okay. She good. didn't just run into the room and was like, Hey. Okay, good. It was Rick and Scotty had gone to the hospital 
she and Leslie were talking, so it was like all after presents and everything. Okay, okay. Leslie confided in her mom that she had finally slept with Scotty again. It was okay. It wasn't the same, you know, things like that. So, okay. It wasn't how it was written. And Laura was just trying to re- reassure herself that having sex with Scotty was okay. Okay. That made you know, so, so much more sense. It does. And good. And that was Rose Kelly PC. So thank you yes, very thank much you. for, and she said that there is a clip of it. So oh, we well, can find it. Yeah, I'll have to look. Thank you. And for that's why I like watching the YouTube videos too, because what was written, what is written a lot of the times. It's not always the same time. Yes. No. So that definitely helps a lot. So that's all that I have. What about you? Nope, that's it. I'm done. It's your favorite time. Do, do, do. Reality check. Is it my turn to go first? I think so. I don't know anything that happened this week. Obviously getting ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Still Christmas shopping because I'm never done. No matter when I start, I'm never done till I have to be done. All the stores are closed. There's nothing else I can do. Just because you always think of, oh, they like this. Oh, they like that. Megan had her last volleyball clinic this week and the coach told her that she really does think that she'll make the team whenever tryouts are. Oh, that's and great. So she now, shouldn't say that. I know. I oh. know. <laughs> I know. Well, the coach that the coach of the team, like of the clinic knows the coach of the team. Okay. And so she was saying that you can tell that Megan is new and she needs to practice some of her stuff. But she's really good at spiking the ball over the net. And I guess that's something that is harder for kids sure. to be doing. I, I was so not into sports. I don't know. So anyway, she told Megan that she felt like, yes, she would make the team because they can teach her and like mold her into what they want for the other stuff. She has the basic that's foundation basic of the skill that they're still trying to teach other kids that have been playing it for a while. So that's awesome. hopefully She's right, because if not, Megan's going to be like, but she said. I'm going to see if they have a few more classes before tryouts, just to kind of make sure. But then that led me down to, oh, you know, she could have some volleyball shorts and look at all the cute volleyball shirts and volleyball. And I don't want to buy all that just yet, but I do because I'm excited that she's into something. So you need to wait, though. A whole that's bunch. so of, hard, though. Exactly. I'm just excited. But she's found something that's hers, because Megan's my one that kind of gets lost among the other kids and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all that happened this week. Emily had a bowling tournament the same time as Megan's volleyball again. So I had talked about last week where I was playing the runaround game. Mm. Again, this week I was calling up people. Hey, can you pick her up if I'm not done in time? Blah, blah, blah. Luckily I was. So no one thought I was incompetent because I was there for my children. Both of them at the right time. I incompetent anyway. I actually read a really good article this week and it was talking about how Making magic around Christmas is like killing moms. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't have the perfect Pinterest, this, that, and the other thing, we have to stop doing it to each other. We do, because it's the moms that just keep perpetuating it. It's not Mm -hmm. the kids. They really don't. I mean, obviously, they want presents, and they like seeing the lights and Santa and all that stuff. But I've really toned it down. What they say about the more kids you have kind of really has stuck in our family. That with Madeline... I'm not spending $8 million taking you here, or I just can't afford to take all of us to go see lights at this place or this place. And she said to me the other day, she doesn't need any presents. She got everything she wanted for her birthday, and she doesn't need anything. And she's seven? She's seven. Okay. And I was like, thank you for reminding me that that's what it's about. She just wants, you know, we have a Christmas story that I read to her every night that my mom read to me when I was little, Mm -hmm. and it's like a book that nobody else has, so she's super excited because... 
when she tells the story at school, no one knows what she's talking about. So it's like our thing. And what's the story? It's called A Thingamajig Christmas. And I I should know who it's by, but I don't. And it's these weird shaped thingamajigs. And they are not very nice. And so they get a letter from Santa that says that they better change their ways. And so they clean up their house and they bake Christmas cookies and all of that. And they think that they're like perfect now. And they find Molly Mouse and Humphrey, which is this weird little animal, underneath the bed. And Molly Mouse says to them, um, even now there's nothing on your Christmas list for anybody else. And so they stay up all night long making toys for each other. And then Santa comes and decorates their tree. And as he's leaving, he says, um, presents and parties are fine for a start, but Christmas is really a place in your heart. Be kind and be loving, do the best you can do. And each day of the year will be Christmas for you is how the story ends. So it is. See, you're like, oh, and I can recite I it. Right <laughs> I can recite it off by heart because we read it. And my mom found this book. We lived in Ohio at the time at the mm-hmm. Columbus Library. She loved it. She tried to find a copy for herself and she couldn't find it anywhere. And so she went to the library and bought their copy because she refused to give this book back. And in recent years, I have tried to find it and I found it at one of the like old time bookseller things that's on the internet. And I, it's expensive. Yes, I found it for, it's like a hundred dollars. that Yeah. So Irene and Dick Keller. Thank you. Are the, but yeah, $350 use, used or acceptable $505 like new $703 new. See? And apparently these are characters that are, they have a series. They do have, they have like other, they do have other ones, but I can't find, I've found um, one other of the regular copy that I did buy just so that when my kids get older, they're not arguing over the one copy that was my copy. Okay. And then they had board books too. And one was about manners and it came with a cassette tape that you could play. And then the other one um, was the same Christmas story, but it was a board book. And so I bought both of those. But yeah, to buy like many of them, because I was going to buy them for my older siblings too, even though they didn't get the same experience that I did because I was the youngest. And yeah, I can't pay $700 for a book. So it's not even on thrift books. So people are not. Right. It's just, I don't know. I would love to know that story of how their collection came out and then it's just disappeared. But anyway, that's the story. It ends, it ends that way. And she now knows it by heart and she can read fairly well. So it's every night we have to read this story and it's very sweet. And it just kind of reminds you of, it really is. It's a place in your heart. Quit trying to outdo everyone because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter Yeah, that you bought the best teacher gift or that your kid had the cutest outfit or whatever, you know, it's just the fun. Last week was one of those weeks where every day is something different. And so Wednesday was Grinch Day, so I did our hair like Cindy Lou Who. It was a hot mess because I am not a good girl mom when it comes to hair, but I stuck a toilet paper roll in and then pushed it up on top and hairsprayed the heck out of it. And then she had a sparkly JoJo bow that I jammed on the top of it. And she thought it was the coolest thing ever. When it fell out that night, she cried. That was how much she loved it. And I was like, thank you for just getting the meaning of all of this because I'm not ever going to be that mom that could put something on Pinterest. I'm always the Pinterest fail. So I wonder if any of our listeners know that book too. That's why I wanted to know what it was. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, someone else has to know what this book is. That's exciting. It's the best book ever. Yeah. So 
Oh, remind me. I'll bring it over next time you can Aww. look at it because it's just. Maybe that could be a bonus episode. Amanda reads us. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it great because you have to do. And it's cute when Madeline reads it now because she does the same inflections with it that I do. Okay. I love exactly. you. It's so but cute. Can Madeline please <laughs> read me the story? Yes. Okay. Yes, she can. <laughs> All right. So Aww. yours. Go on to yours See, you always get mad that mine aren't that good. That is so good. <laughs> I just kind of rambled on about a Christmas story, but okay. Still, though, I mean, that's like Christmas. It's Christmas week. You know, today I'm one month post-op. Wow. Yeah. It's been a month today. So you look so Feeling awesome. pretty I'm good. Jealous. Thanks. I'm not in my bill came yesterday and it's not. I didn't get the surprise. Stuff's not covered. I mean, it's it's not even two car payments. That's so awesome. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, because that's scary. Anytime oh. you have anything done, that bill is scary. And I've heard from other people that, you know, and we did call the insurance ahead of time and was like, okay, is this covered? And, it, you know, it should be. Right, right. And the most you'll have to pay is your deductible. So I'm like, okay, that is worst case scenario. And that's $1,500. Okay. I don't use it during the year. Right. But it's not even half my deductible. That's awesome. So it's $660. I'm just going to say it. There you go. Be proud. It's amazing. <laughs> and my car payment's four. So yeah, right. It's cheaper than a car. Exactly. But this year I did a lot of online shopping and I'm very thankful for my in-laws because I had everything sent to their house because even nice. if I was home, I can't pick up and move the boxes. Oh, right. So I had to have everything sent to their house and they are so generous. And I went over on Wednesday afternoon, my daughter's school had a holiday lunch party that the parents and stuff could come to. So then after that, I went over, went through everything. I always have my husband's stuff sent there because my father-in-law wraps it for me. Oh, wow. This is how much I'm not allowed to wrap <laughs> presents. Okay. <laughs> but he does. So he wraps that for us or for me. And you know, they, they helped me sort through everything. They put it in the back of my car for me so that I didn't have to, because I still can't carry, right? you know, things. I'm not allowed to carry more than 10 pounds and 10 pounds is not as heavy as you think it is. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to hold a baby. I cannot hold a baby. That would make me very sad. Yeah. Because if they're born at eight pounds, right. You know, two weeks later, I can't hold it. Mm. I know. So there's that. And then just like you, well, we were talking before. And kind of to fall in line with the, you know, Christmas isn't just about the stuff. This year, I asked my kids to pick a nonprofit that, that is we such would a donate $25 in their name to the nonprofit. And, you know, they get the certificate and everything. So we did one for my daughter for the aviary. And she got this. She's going to be getting. She didn't get it yet. <laughs> um, so we adopted the sloth for her. That's so cute. At the aviary. So don't even ask me why the aviary has a sloth. I don't know. <laughs> But all I know is that my daughter loves the aviary. She loves the sloth. Therefore, perfect gift. Well, because she said that the pen, she, I asked her which ones were her favorite and she gave me three. She gave me like penguins, owls, and something else. And there were multiple of each category, but there was only one sloth. Yeah. So I went right. with the one. And then my son said that he wants to do something to support art. So I think that I'm going to try to find like an art program or something. And then we're going to start they do volunteer work I mean my daughter does Habitat for Humanity through her school my son's gone on mission trips stuff like that right. but they need to start paying attention to different causes and being able to research different causes and I'm not talking about like people put post that meme or the graphic every time of this year yes don't donate to these places and the big one is Goodwill and the thing is people don't realize is that because they're like Goodwill doesn't give any money back Goodwill employees mm-hmm People who might not otherwise be employable, 
Right. But at least our location here in Southwest Pennsylvania, they provide free training. You know, they have, I got to go on this tour. It's called the Faces of Work Tour. It's amazing. They have kids coming from high schools, coming into their location, bring them in and train them in a retail space. They actually have a partnership with CVS to where they have a room set up like a mini CVS. Wow. And they send the staff to go shopping. Oh, that's cool. And they'll take off labels. They'll move stuff around the store that's in the wrong spot, you know, so they have to teach. That's where the money's going to things like that, you know, and they have English as a second language classes. Mm. They have all kinds of things. So even though they're not doing what people in their mind think is going back. Exactly. They are because they are empowering people to be able to work Mm -hmm. and have a job. Some guy went through one of their courses, was able to pass some kind of a licensing test or something. And within six months, he was working at a job in some tech field. I didn't understand anything that they were talking about, like in terms of it was it was very Mm techy stuff that they were talking about. But he had a job twenty dollars an hour. Wow. You know, and with no other education. Yeah, that's amazing. Really good. Mm -hmm. And because he put in the work at Goodwill. Right. You know, for free. He received it for free. But you know how they say, like, you can't get something for nothing, you know, but he put in his time. Yes. And it's, it's good. So I support things like that. But you do have to pay attention to, you know. Right. What your, where's the money going once you donate, Mm -hmm. you know, because it can be real, especially this time of year. There's so many, there's so many false. Yes. Charities. Like mm-hmm. street and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I mean, that's really my reality. That's so nice. Everyone's though. home now because school. School's not out. School's out. They don't go tomorrow, do they? Yes, they do. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Uh, yes. Are you serious? We I have school tomorrow? <laughs> like, I would make that up. Yes, we have school tomorrow. <laughs> Are you serious? We have school tomorrow? Why would I lie about that? First of all, I know for a fact that they have school tomorrow because it is Madeline's Christmas party. (laughs) And my older girls are saying how it's not fair and they shouldn't go. And I guess even the teachers are like, it would be fine if you didn't show up because I guess they implemented a new policy that our schools, they're not allowed to show movies just for fun. They have to have some type of educational value in the upper classes. In the lower ca- classes, Madeline was watching movies all week last week. The Grinch, Polar Express, something else. But the older kids, they have to be educational movies. So the teachers actually have to try to pretend to teach something tomorrow or else just let the kids sit there and twiddle their thumbs because they're not allowed to watch movies. So my son's not going to school tomorrow all right. because we already made plans based on the fact that my husband works for a school. So <laughs> and my daughter doesn't have school. I didn't think to check if I even have it in my calendar. No school for I take this moment to be the confident parent over here. I know when our children have school. You just call me incompetent. <laughs> take the title I'm confident for one day please <laughs> listen I have kids in different schools my husband works for school I have three districts that I have to pay attention to <laughs> yeah all right well there's your reality yes there's school tomorrow <laughs> it is for as organized as I am <laughs> I didn't realize it would have made sense and we have it's a Monday why I, I'm with you that they should have had off but again I can't have Madeline miss her Christmas party. No. So she, or holiday party, sorry. So she has to go. And so the other two, Megan's had an attitude lately and Emily's grades are not where they should be. So it's a perfect excuse to force them to go. All right. So I guess that's my big reality check is that uh, I need to 
double check my list of the calendar. I do though. Like I really do because I, every, at the beginning of every year, I print off both of their calendars and I sit with my big calendar and I write them all in and then I copy it to my phone. Mm-hmm. Oops. And all the districts around us. Friday was their last day. Yeah. And then they don't go back till that Monday, the 6th or whatever. And I think we go back earlier than that, too. But that go I back the second. Yet. Do we go back the second? That's when my daughter goes back. So that's okay. when I'm sending my son. Because that's what I thought. <laughs> I hope the bus comes that day. I think it is the second. But they can't send them on the first. No, they can't send them on the first. I wasn't sure if it was the second I do or think the it third. is the second. Because it's the Thursday. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We all go right. Back the second. But most kids don't go back to the sixth. So we're just a couple of hot mess moms over here, just trying to make our way through the world. But on Thursday's episode, we are going to be talking about New Year's Eve. Yes. And we went to Instagram and Twitter and all those fun things, got some feedback, and we'll give you a little recap of some years of General Hospital on New Year's Eve. Perfect. So until then, have a good week and Merry Christmas. And we'll meet you at the beer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.